coming up on today's episode of Other Radio Cast. When I see a pushback from men, from some women who are saying, ah, no, women and men can never be equal, I feel like it comes from fear. It comes from fear because I think everybody feels like, ah, there's power if I'm the one that is over somebody, you know. And people are afraid to let go of that power. Men, some men are afraid to let go of that power because they feel like, ah, if we give women opportunity, next thing they would. Step on us, they will do this, they will do that. It's not true. Radio. It's part of radio. It's part of radio. Auto radio. We shouldn't be afraid of the word feminist. Men and women should use it to describe themselves. Quite an interesting quote from the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. On that note, welcome to Arda Radio Cast. You are listening to Arda Radio Cast. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Ada Radio Cast. Remember, we're always here to motivate and inspire you to be a better you. My name is Priscilla Fibrasima. Welcome once again. It's still the Women's Month. Remember, two weeks ago, we celebrated International Women's Day, and we are still celebrating the women. You see, the struggle for women's rights has been gaining momentum over the years. Unfortunately, misleading information about the true meaning of gender equality has generated a lot of pushbacks from society, birthed from possibly fear. Could it be fear of change? Fear of losing power? Or could it even be fear of the unknown? Sadly, this is mostly found predominantly in societies where they have male dominance as a norm. Um, For example, Nigeria. So to better understand this pushback against gender equality, it's important to know who's afraid of gender equality. That will be our topic for today. This will help us understand the root cause of the pushback and then we know how to better pursue the struggle for women's rights. On International Women's Day, we already talked about the true meaning of gender equality in our podcast titled, What's All the Fuss About Gender Equality? So if you have not listened to it, please listen to it on this podcast channel. But right now, we'll be focusing on who's afraid of gender equality. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after the break. You are listening to Arda Radio Cast. Good to have you back. Before the break, I had said that we'll be talking about who's afraid of gender equality. So, I have with me three people in the studio. Two are members of the Arda crew. And the last person, my awesome guest. You met the crew during the last podcast, so they are here again. I have AJ, but she'll be joining us later in the show. And hello, GT. Hi, guys. And my guest, Lepasius Bosse. Hello, everyone. The soccer team is here again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the program. So let's get right to the matter on ground. You know, the struggle for gender equality has been on for a while now with some places making good progress and others little or no progress has been made at all. And I think this can be attributed to pushbacks. But pushbacks from who? 
who's afraid of gender equality? Ujite. When I see a pushback from men, from some women who are saying, ah, no, women and men can never be equal. I feel like it comes from fear. It comes from fear because I think everybody feels like, ah, there's power if I'm the one that is over somebody, you know. And people are afraid to let go of that power. Men, some men are afraid to let go of that power because they feel like, ah, if we give women opportunity, next thing they would step on us, they would do this, they would do that. It's not true. I'm a woman and mm -hmm. I have experienced some pushbacks in some areas, even in the bus, mm -hmm. when you are in a commercial bus and you want to sit in front. And the driver tells you that, no, I know they carry woman for front. Hmm. And I was like, what is wrong with a woman? Oh, She's not a human yeah. being. Okay, so are we saying men are responsible for the pushback? I would actually like to read something. So last week, I saw a tweet on Twitter from somebody called at Sugar Bolognia. He's a man. He said this, I'm not saying that women are smarter or better people. But if the government was run by women, Nigerians will hold it accountable. Any small mistake, misogyny will kick in and they, there will be revolution. And let me tell you what this means. This means that, think of any woman who has held a position of power in Nigeria, whether she's at that point, oh, yeah, whether she's yeah. a senator, whatever it is. People are always on the lookout, just waiting for any mistake to be made. Using a fine tooth comb. Fine tooth comb to question her character. First of all, that's that she even made it to that role. People already said, ah, but when she's now doing politics, who will be looking after her children at home? Who will be looking after her husband at home? Exactly. They didn't ask her husband whether he minds or he doesn't mind. But for them, they've already taken that. But you'll never see anybody, a man is running for election. Then people will say, ah, but the man has many children. Though. The man, his wife, in course, she's, maybe she's Who's supporting who her. supporting her. Or he's a widow. Even he's a widow and his children. Nobody will ever ask him about how he's coping. But if you say woman, people will always find a way to say, ah, who will look after her husband and her children? Let's leave at her side now. So now she has now made it to the electoral position or appointed position. Every small thing she does, people will be looking with refined scrutiny. So this this tweet I saw, I shared it. Somebody very close to me started sending me, uh, Dezani has stolen money. Imagine. This one has stolen money. I had to ask them, Come! Why are you sending me this one, one, one woman who have what about stolen money? money. Stolen. So that is to say that you couldn't, so this way you are picking, you couldn't find any men. There are no men in this our Nigeria yeah. as we are now. All projects that have been planned, implemented. Mm -hmm. All budgets that has been allocated, spent accordingly. All uh, corruption, allegations, false. It's only, where, if you want this Nigeria to work, it's very true. If you want people to be um, politically engaged, civically engaged, holding government accountable, mentioning what is not being done properly, put a woman there. Because you will see, yeah. she cannot even take a half step aside. People are just waiting for her to fail. And that's aside from the things that people say about women in governance. Oh, she slept her way to the top. Oh, yeah. It's like she cannot just oh, yeah. be... Or you see somebody who is a success, even if it's not politics. Let's it's take it now even to the act. A successful woman in even the arts. She's a successful actress. So next, people say, ah, when she slept with all the directors to, to, get, a role. to get a role. When it's she sad. did this one to do that. Well, when so, so sad. Let me tell you the truth. Woman. You see that word, woman? Men are not our problem. Men are not the ones subduing us. Women are the ones subduing women. We are the judges. We are the... See, even in entertainment, I have seen... I know how many times they've recommended me to anchor a wedding. And the bride will be like, Ah, eh, a woman will anchor my oh, wedding. Yeah. I don't want a woman to anchor my wedding, no. Ah, I prefer a male MC. 70 to 80% of weddings that I've anchored is the men that called me to come and anchor their wedding. So... If the women who get to this our positions that you are talking about now, these positions, 
if I get there and I open the door for other women, women. then those other women will open the door for other But no, in our situation, when we finally get through the door, we shut the door against other, other women. And I can walk my way here. I have to protect my territory. But why, do we have, why have we been conditioned to see each other as competition? It's like that all over the world. Mm. It's like that all over the world. Even in the movie industry, you see in, in Hollywood, somebody is like a, the, the lead actress in something, something, something. She protects it and guards it. The minute somebody else who has the same hair color, the same this, the same that comes, she sees that person as a threat that this person is coming to take my space. And that is because, like I said, the space, in quotes, that is open to the woman is limited. It has always been a man's world. So when one finally goes through the door, don't close the door for others. Make a way for others. It's so important. So and so we need to we need to first of all start re-educating women and mm. let women understand that I am your sister. For every woman that you allow to get to the next level, you are opening the door for a hundred other women who will open the door to another 1,000 women, who will open the door to another 10,000 women. But for each time, you willingly pull down another woman, you are closing the door to a hundred other women. You are listening to Ardor Radio Cast. Hmm. Well, I will blame society. Yeah, I see your expression. Society is made up of men and women. So I think society is responsible for the pushbacks. And I'm talking about society and its predefined norms that have become so stoned into the helms of society that it has become like a taboo to desire change. And I think that's why there's a pushback. For example... Society have so made women think that it's their responsibility to look after the home while the man walks to take care of the home. Gender roles, right? True, yeah. It's so bad that even when the woman gets a job or works as hard or even harder than the man, she still has the responsibility of keeping the home with sometimes little or no support from the man. That's the society we live in. Think about it. It's so bad you hear words like housewife, but there's nothing like house husband. Or when she gets busy with work, she's labeled career woman. See? Do we have anything like career man? These things are so subtle, we miss them. Even the Bible lays more emphasis on men. For example, five loaves and two fishes. How many were fed? 5,000 men, aside women and children. So you see, this imbalance started far back. And believe me, nobody wakes up to teach their children these things. They learn by observation. So, when we come and say we want to change the pattern of things, which people have believed and practiced for years, you will see why there is pushback. So, you see, if we want to end this pushback, then we need to go back to the home front. That way we can begin to change society's view about women and reduce the pushback we are experiencing today. From childhood, we need to let people cross barriers. We need to let people make strong decisions. We need to let let the girl child know that your brother doesn't have to wash the car. We need to let the boy child know your sister doesn't have to cook dinner. You need to swap roles. And as they grow up, they begin to realize that there's a balance. There's an equality. 
you know, when I have an argue with me, my brother and he tells me to shut up, it should be because he's older than me or because he feels that I am not coming, but it should not be because I'm a girl. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. the, the, those, those issues need to be clearly stated in families. Yes. You understand? Exactly. You see, even our schools are not helping this. They're not helping this matter at all because the teachers are all part of the society. I was listening to a station on radio and they were discussing about gender equality. They mentioned something striking. You know, during our inter-house sports in school, remember back then when we were in secondary school, even primary school, in inter-house sports we do, who does the cheerleading? The girls, right? Why is it so? Who says boys can't cheerlead? At that point, when girls do the um, cheerleading thing, it really looks cute. We see the girls, oh, she's so fine, she's dancing, how cute. But what we do not know is in effect, we are indirectly telling the children that girls are supposed to be entertainers. Look at the entertainment industry. Look at the music videos. How would they take women seriously? So we need to change the narrative. Well, AJ is here now. I'm happy to be back. I think I've, I've been hammering on mindset and upbringing because I think that's what it is. Women, for the longest time, women were conditioned to see, okay, in a scenario where a girl child is being told, again, everything you're doing is for the man, that kind of thing. So you, you, you kind of, they don't build like self-confidence. Exactly. You don't really have... He's playing outside. <laughs> you know? The man is told, oh, you're the man, you're a king, you're going to do, like, you're going to do great things, and the woman is being belittled and told, oh, like, her world, like, the scope is so small, everything you're doing is for the man, so she doesn't really aspire to be much, and I can see how she sees a fellow woman as a competition, competition, mm -hmm. a competitor, and not as somebody who, not as a um, collaborator. Do you understand? And I think that's how we've always, and growing up, that's how you say, okay, girls are always competing. We see ourselves that like when there's a space where there's a girl, you're thinking of, oh, how how would I be the one to dominate this space and be the one to shine and stand out? Mm. Because somehow your mind, the oh, mindset yeah. is that two women cannot shine mm -hmm. the at, the same same time. at the same time. Mm -hmm. But if girls are brought up to know that, you know what, you yourself, like you are whole, you're complete, you can do great things. And guess what? Another woman can also be in that space and do great things. Like mm -hmm. you do not need to concentrate on yourself and be the best that you can be and Run shine. Your race and, shine. and as far as you shine, you will blossom and you will stand out. And so will the other girl, you know. And now we're seeing a lot of girl power movements, which I like. We're seeing a lot of empowerment. We're seeing a lot of movements for, for girls to know that, you know what, you can already, yeah. you can have a girl group or a girl gang and you can do great things together. You can flourish. You can start up a business. You can support each other. And you do not need to, um, you do not need to think that you need to oppress what another woman is doing so, you, so your work can shine or whatever. And I think, again, like we all need to, like I said, Everybody needs to work on themselves. We all know, I think all human beings, the word of God, the Bible, <laughs> says that women, are, uh, sorry, human beings are there spiritually wicked. So mm -hmm. no matter how perfect you think you are, we mm -hmm. all have a bit of jealousy and mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. us that we need to work on. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? It's human. Mm -hmm. It's not. Mm -hmm. So if you know, personally, that you're seeing a girl shine and it's making you feel somehow, 
or you're saying your, your friend is telling you something and making you feel somehow or you see a woman occupying a space and making you, you need to work on yourself yeah. and not just you you need to also spread the message yeah. because you need to tell your friends okay you know this thing you need to speak to your friends speak to your family yeah. just empower people around you because mm-hmm. a community or whatever is it's that small exactly. family unit and it trickles yeah. down yeah. so we need to tell our, our children now okay the girl child you can be great you can you can be great, you can be an achiever, you can become anything you want to be. You are listening to Ardor Radio Cast. One last thing. Okay. Sorry, for, the <laughs> for the feminist movement, I would say there are a lot of narratives moving around. There are a lot of like people misunderstand the concepts and what it is. I would say more people who have better understanding of the concept should speak up. Mm. What I notice is that some people who I would say have a good grasp do not like to identify with it. Mm. In fact, they they don't. They are like, okay, do you know what? This is a mess. Counts me out. Yeah. And what then happens is that the people who have the wrong, um, the voices of those people who have the wrong information seems to be louder. Exactly. And that is why there's a pushback. And when yeah. it comes to equality, is a, a complete mess. Mm. So I'll say you that you know. Do you understand? You may not want to go to social media because maybe that's not that's not your thing and you don't want whatever. But try to educate people. Don't just sit down and be like, okay, do you know, I I have an idea and you know, oh, that person not gets me right. Like you're ranting to your phone, you read one post. This is not the true meaning of feminism. Okay, and then what? How does that? Help anybody. To be honest, I'm kind of guilty as well. And I'll be in my house. I'll be like, imagine what this person said. But do you know what? But I'm like, see, it's not a cause that oh my oh my god, I don't want to identify with it. I don't want to. So we need to speak up. You need to speak up. You have the right ideas. You feel like you have a a a good knowledge of what it's about. Don't just keep it to yourself and internalize it. No, speak up because it's only when you speak up that the truth will then begin to get told. That people begin to assimilate this truth. I will begin to at least see people walking towards gender. And I think, I think the fear is actually really true. And I think that's another reason why people in politics, when women get into like a political zone, they don't really want to be the one who is saying, ah, but you know, we can do this for women. Because like they're afraid that the people now say, hey, she has come, come, come back. It's feminist come people like she's a feminist person. And they push back against it, as you say, because of the uh, definition. Yeah. And I think in terms of responding to people who are pushing the wrong narratives and causing some very, very yeah. bad conversations to be had that are not really what feminism or gender equality are about. I think it's not always to respond and to join the shouting and the back and forth and the fighting, mm. but to also use your own platform to speak things that are about gender exactly. equality, to speak truth. It's not necessarily when there's an issue that comes up and you're angry in your heart, you now start fighting. I don't think that there's actually all... There's a place to fight, but I think it's also a place to make sure that you're being rational and not engaging on a level that is not furthering the discourse, but it's rather just creating more noise and confusion. Wow, guys, this session was truly insightful. Thank you for taking our time to join me here on other radio casts while we enlighten our listeners on who's responsible for the pushbacks in gender equality. Like Pasha's boss said, thanks again for coming around. Listeners, stay tuned. We're still here and we're going on a short break. See you after the break. You are listening to Ardor Radio Cast. Thank you for staying tuned. So I hope you picked a thing or two from the conversations I had with the other crew members and Lekwasha's Bosse. Well, I'm glad you did. I know conversations like this tend to be very controversial, so we are interested in your opinions about this issue. 
We would like to hear from you. So if you have comments, questions, feedbacks about today's podcast, please take our time to leave us a comment. Leave us a message on info at ardadci.org. That is info at ardadci.org. And we will be glad to respond to your comments. This podcast was brought to you by Arda Development Communication Incorporated, an NGO located in Lagos, Southwest Nigeria. So please follow us on all of our social media platforms to get updated on all of our activities. Our handle across Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube is at African Arda. That is at African A-R-D-A, Arda. Follow us, like, share, and please leave us a comment. We have come to the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed conversations. Then please keep coming back to listen. Thank you for dropping by. My name is Priscilla Fibrasima. And as I always say, keep discovering the best you. Bye. On the radio. It's on the radio. Radio.